The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. The most unique NBA podcast is out on Odyssey. Heat Check with Trista Crick is funnier, edgier, and more insightful than wherever you're getting your NBA entertainment from. And the multiverse of madness. Is there a alternate universe where he plays with Embiid? Is there an alternate universe where he gets skinny? I don't know. Is there an alternate universe where Kyrie Irving gets vaccinated? Multiverse of madness. Heat Check with Trista Crick can be found on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your favorite podcast. Nah, 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 come on. So, if you're anywhere within a planet's distance of the NBA space, you understand Bill Russell and how legendary, how important he was uh, to this space, to not only the game from the player's perspective, not only the game from an explosion, but just activism and civil rights and continuing to push the ball forward on the same level of, of, say, a Muhammad Ali. Uh, So I have to take a moment to pay respects to the late, great, Bill Russell, 88 years old, which I feel like he looked older than that. (laughs) He did. I was like, dang, I thought you had another 10 years, though, in you. Because it just felt like Bill Russell had been around no matter what documentary, no matter what moment that we shed light on the NBA, what cornerstone, 75, 50, he's in the mix of that, and he's the guy, yeah. And I've been thinking a little bit about Russell because I've been thinking a lot about the fact that we just continue to resurface the greatest of all time debate over and over and over. And I had just watched They Call Me Magic and how good Magic was from the time he was a rookie until he was diagnosed with HIV. And one could say that if Magic never went down, there's a real argument to be made in terms of what he could do on the basketball court for him to be the greatest of all time, and even what he did from a branding perspective, shaping and and paving the way for guys like Michael Jordan. Even Michael Jordan was on that documentary and said, it wasn't me that became a huge international pop star. It was magic first. But it's always almost MJ and Braun. That's the two. Sometimes you get some delusional Laker fan bringing up Kobe and, and, you know, that's what that is. But when, when you wonder about, okay, what is the criteria of greatest of all time, and so many people bring up MJ because he has won more than Braun, then you have to say, okay, well, then winning must be the only or the main criterion that we use to hold up the standard. No, if we're using that, then there is no debate, 
If we use winning and winning alone outside of the things that you've done on the court, your skills, etc., there's only one answer, and the answer is Bill Russell. Dude went won every single level everywhere he went. Everywhere. He won state titles his last two years in high school. He went to a 14-7 and school, the San Francisco Dons team, and proceeded to go 57-1 consecutive national titles. What? Traded on draft night to the Celtics for a six-time All-Star, Ed McCauley, and another player in what sports historian consider to be the most important trade in sports history. Why? Because Bill Russell came around and just won it his rookie year. Yes, won it his first year, won it his last year, and won nine in between. 11 rings in 13 years. 11 rings in a 13-year playing career. And those final two championships, he actually coached the Celtics as the first black head coach in NBA history. So if you count his coaching titles as double rings, he ended up with 13 rings in 13 years. The player-coach thing is wild. That's just such a interesting phenomenon and for those who say that these guys back in the day couldn't play in today's NBA keep in mind this little nugget this little fact Bill Russell was a world-class high jumper who ran a sub 50 second 400 meter in 1959 on a pair of low top chucks the low top chucks part is important I feel I feel that that's a critical distinction between we've got hokas. Is that what they called? Hokas? Hokawawans? Wagawan. And the Nike Wagawan. Yes. We've got the hokas. We've got Nikes. We've got this. We've got that. This man's literally playing basketball and running and high jumping in some shit that I wear casually and almost sprain my ankle just walking. Still struggling to get the job done in those shoes, just living life. This man used low-top chucks as a performance shoe. Not too many people could do this now, and no many, not too many people could do that at 6 feet 10. By the way, when you think about Paolo Bencaro and Bill Russell being the same height, that's, that's fucking crazy. So yeah, take that GOAT argument, slice it, dice it, and get the fuck out of here. If winning a title is what matters in basketball, then Bill Russell should at least be mentioned in the debate, especially now that the late great is late and great. Rest in peace to the greatest winner in basketball history, Bill Russell. Never got to meet you. Wish I did. I've seen you across the way. Wish I would have said hi. Hi.